also got a Zygo Guide update for you, the Corner of Carnage, awesome add-ons, root auction house tip, and, ooh, apparently there's a hot seat with Freckleface this week. There is a hot seat with Freckleface. Ooh, I'm excited. And you know what? Uh, Hearthcast would not be possible without our sponsors. Let's give a quick shout-out to them. Hearthcast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by RiptideSoftware.com, the best in commercial and government software development. Zygor guys, grinding is a thing of the past. Hearthcast is also sponsored by System.com. It is first-class global IT mentoring program. I vouch for them because I am a member, um, and it's great. It has completely, I don't know, it lifts the burden off me into my professional life, so I highly recommend other people join this program. Head over to Systom.com, that's S-Y-S-D-O-M.com, and get hooked up and get on this mentoring program. Also, the folks at Riptide have launched what they call Riptide Realtor. It's Riptide Software's latest release. If you're a realtor or know a realtor, head over to RiptideRealtor.com. And people who sign up during the beta phase, they may be entitled to receive up to a 75% off the recurring payments for Riptide Realtor for the life of that product. I want to give a shout out to our guildmates over on Whisperin. That's an Alpha and the Praetorian Guards. Our peeps over on Facebook page. And everyone on Twitter, especially... Jiggity2157... Uh, they're not playing. They, they're here in Florida, but they're not playing uh, WoW anymore. But yeah. still, we're kind of chatting on Facebook there, or Twitter. I mean, uh, Dalada zero six or Dalada zero six. They're from uh, Addicted to Azeroth. Power Word Gold. Power Word Gold's pretty cool. It's a podcast. Uh, call it obviously Power Word Gold. And uh, I had tweeted that I was looking for some other podcasts to add to my rotation, and uh, they humbly recommended themselves. And, uh, that was I, nice of them. Yeah, it was nice of them. You know, why not? And so I added them and listened to them, and um, I'm liking it. Man, a lot of really, I mean, really good information on on just gold making and different things in the world of Warcraft. Abashima, or Abashima. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I screwed up. Uh, is there a story behind that? Yeah, we're going to talk about it later? Yeah, we'll have to talk to it later, All but right. I, I screwed. He called me out, so... Uh, Rob Copeland, he wants to see what we look like. I told him to go check out Facebook. You know, every time I see you, I always think Robocop when I see his name for some reason. Ties and Knots. That's Ties and K-N-O-T-S. Knots. I think it's Tie Sink Knots. <laughs> tie Sink Knots. Maybe like I Think Not. Anyhow, they're doing a no-kill, no-quest, no-dungeon leveling. That means that they can only level through gathering professions. What about... Oh, no quest. I was no about quest. to say, what about the holiday? Nothing. How are you going to get your stuff without killing some wolves while you're at it? I don't know. Maybe you're going to get aggro like, at some like, point. You got to die or run away. No kill. They cannot kill. But you're never going to get that note. Well, I asked them for updates. So we'll be okay. getting updates, maybe even some phone calls with this person as they progress through this uh, no kill, no quest, no dungeon thing that they're going to do. I think that's, that's pretty cool. That sounds a little bit like that would be kind of interesting up to level 10. <laughs> and then be like, you're done with it. I'm yeah. done with it. Uh, S Smith zero nine one one. That's a uh, cold from Cold's Gold Factory dot com and uh, Gold Grubs over there. And of course, Joe wow, uh, George Wow, not Joe Wow. I, you know what? It's just like the simplest Twitter name of all of them, and I can't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's either Wow George or now Jim Wow. It's I just or Sham Joe. Wow or Joe Wow. Sham Wow. <laughs> 
something. And he goes over there from the manicure. Good shout out to them. So, Franco Face, what's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Um, you know how I said I was going to do a zone a week, and he said that was ambitious? Yeah, this is exactly how we started off last week. I'm having deja vu. <laughs> but yes, when I said it would be ambitious, you said no, it wouldn't. Then you went to Darkshaw, and then Stitches, and then the guy, that, and you think that, you know, the last time we gave the guy zombie juice, he, yeah, okay. Am I caught up? <laughs> yes, last week I told you all about <laughs> Duskwood or whatever. No, I started doing Southern Barons. Um, Ooh. It's pretty cool. I did not finish it, though. Got me halfway through. Well, you still got time. It's not the end of the week yet. Well, it's been a week since our last podcast. Oh, this so. is true. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what happened was I had gotten behind on my skinning. I was doing herbaliz- herbalism and skinning. Just, you know, the little quick gathering professions, you know, right. send to your bank call, whatever. And I got behind on my skinning. I couldn't skin anything around me. I was too low level. And it made me mad. Oh, see, I hate that. I know, and I hate that because it's... And I'm like, okay, so I had to, I decided to let it go, and then I was like, no, I have to go back, and I have to get caught up. So I had to go back to, actually, Goldshire to skin something oh, low enough. Wow. I know, and then go to Duskwood, and then I was there for a while, then moved to Stranglethorn Vale just to skin until I was cut up before I went to Southern Barrens. And then on that, I decided that I was kind of tired of herbalism. I want to do leatherworking. Partly just because I had like 42 ruined leather scraps in my bag and I didn't feel like trying to find somebody to uh, make them into leather for me. Did you change your professions? Yeah. I dropped herbalism and got leather working instead. Uh, Okay. So far I've just made a bunch of light armor kits. How's that working for you? Yeah, I don't know why. It's it's just against, against my principles. I can't be leveling and not be using my professions. I feel like I'm wasting... Time and money. I know exactly how you feel because with Zyger again, I'm uh-huh. not, I don't have professions. And yeah. every time I kill something that I could skin, uh-huh. I go, I could skin that. Yeah. Or then I see a mining node or I see a herb or plant. I'm like, I could get that. But I can't. I know. <laughs> but I can't. And I had to do the same thing with Frecklebutt. She skinned her too, and I had to go back and uh, skin a bunch of stuff because I got behind. Kind of sucks. Um, Southern Baron so far is pretty cool. Oh, yeah? It's kind of in an awkward place because there's no cities near me. All right. Um, so whenever I level up, I have to, like... That's another thing that's slowing me down is I have to... I'm going to start changing my profession. I need to get my skills. Go, yeah. I have to go all the way to Stormwind. It takes forever. Or fly from Southern Barrens to Dronassus. That's like half the continent of Kalimdor. It is. That's a big continent. That's like a bio break. No, that's more like log in... Um, Go to the flight master, set the flight thing, go do something else, watch something on <laughs> TV, read a book, and then come back later and log back in in the right spot. I think there's a, uh, a Roots Marathon tonight. Maybe I should watch that while I'm flying across the continent. <laughs> roots Marathon. <laughs> What's your name? Kuta Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Really? You haven't seen Roots? Uh, I think they made us watch it sometime in high school. I can't, I don't like blood. That was Jordy from Star Trek Next Generation. What? Kunta Kinte. Jordy, the guy who wore the visor glasses. Same guy. Also you from Reading Rainbow. You mean the Reading Rainbow, Rainbow guy? Same okay. Guy. He was in Roots? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, Kunta Kinte. That. That's his name? Well, it's his slave name. And he wouldn't take the, his his given white man name. I watched some other movie in um, some lit class about the slaves and they like cut somebody's finger off an axe because he was reading. It freaked me out. It's like a PG movie. It still freaked me out. Huh. Can't stand that stuff. 
So what else is going on in the world of Warcraft with you? Now that we've established you don't like senseless violence in movies, but don't mind it in games. It's okay in games. He's not actually seeing it. That's yeah, true. It's in books too. It freaks me out too. And books are almost worse because they get they can get more graphic. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I have this book of um, the best American mystery stories. I'm going through. Yeah. I'll get halfway through and then I'll be like, oh, that's disgusting. I have to stop reading it. So how'd you feel when you bought me that one book you bought me for my birthday? I didn't touch, I didn't open it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably like rushed up to the to the checkout. Just, just put it in the bag. Just yeah. take my card. Just, oh. <laughs> I can see that. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. We're leaving everybody in the dark as to what that book was. Mm-hmm. You just have to it'll be a mystery. Yeah. Check us out on Twitter. Maybe we'll answer. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's about us all been going up with me. What's been going on with... What? Chicka, chicka, woo, wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going up with you? What's, What's been, go- been going up with me? <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> well, uh, I, Saturday, I played literally all day. From wake up to go to bed? Yeah. Outside of some running, some errands, some, some stuff in between. Yeah. All right. And I got... Really freaked out on Saturday morning. What happened? Well, and maybe you haven't noticed yet, but Blizzard and their infinite wisdom decided to change the way the authenticator worked. (laughs) And if they believe that you have logged in from that IP address recently, Mm -hmm. they don't feel the need anymore to have you authenticate it. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're you. Come on in. So that for. So now my authenticator is no longer an authenticator. Now it's a casual, passive, maybe check somebody at the door kind of part-timer. Yeah, but if someone's going to steal your account, they're going to do from a different computer. Well, see, and that's probably what they were thinking. Uh-huh. Of course, my view is that is that it's become so overwhelmingly popular that their servers can't handle the load or whatever. That's my thing. But they might have been thinking that that's a nice little marketing thing to say. Like, we're doing this as a service to you because, really, if your computer is stolen, they won't be there. Well, okay, like, that's fine. It's like, if we're sure it's you, then it's yeah, okay. Yeah, we're for sure it's you. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, what about my child or my friend or my spouse? Do they know your password? They might. But if they do, you know, it, so what? You know, let's say like let's say that that Siren and I are, are are at odds. He's rebelling against me. You should change your password then. Well, he doesn't know my password, but it, let's just say it just out of just you know hypothetically he gets my password. Turns thirteen and then just goes nuts. Just go just yeah, like, just <laughs> off the deep end. He got his Facebook account and now he's just buck wild. Because now he, he says tattoos. I'm taking some of Dad's gold, right? Okay. And he goes in, and he's like, ha-ha. And he goes, I know, because he knows my login name. True. He doesn't know my, but let's just say, hypothetically, he gets my password. Is it the same IP address? Yes. Is it me logging in? No. Blizzard doesn't know that. They don't know who's logging in. They are making an assumption. And, of course, we all know, assumption, blah, blah, blah. Right. right, 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 right. So, so I it? want it back. I want the option. I want to be able to say, okay, Blizzard, I trust you to have X-ray vision, satellite, photo, imaging, laser beams into my house to know who is typing on my keyboard. Well, okay, I can see your point of it. My point of view is I authenticate my account not to protect it from the people in my household because 
I have my password for a reason. Like, nobody knows my passwords. Nobody. All right. You know my password. Yes. You know my username. Yes. Let's say you get mad at me. Yeah, if I get mad, I'd have to come over to your house. All right. You know where I live. <laughs> I don't have a key. You know how that might... You know how to get in my house. <laughs> All right? I mean, look, take it to the extreme. You know how to get in my house. Okay. All right? All right. There you go. Furthermore, check this out. <laughs> okay. You don't have to get in my house. So authenticated my computer once? Yeah, because That's you've been true. on my wireless network before. You're authenticated in my wireless network. That's true. So all you'd have to do is pull up in my driveway... <laughs> be on my wireless network and then be like, oh, that must be root because it's the same IP address. Hogwash. I want the option to say, no, Blizzard, I don't trust anybody but me. And Blizzard has taken that away from me and I think that's wrong. I wonder if they will have an option to have it do that. It's got to roll so, back. It has yeah. to. They don't have a choice. People are like up in arms on the forums about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, you know, listen to the podcast this week, the ones that are relevant this week, and uh, I bet you everybody's be like, Blizzard, what are you doing? You know why I like it? Why do you like it? I don't have to fumble around for my stupid authenticator in the dark when um, I get disconnected in the middle of the night. And I can carry it around my keychain now because I don't have to, like, drag it back all the way back. I did see a, an interesting post computer. about somebody who uses the uh, authenticator on their iPhone. Uh-huh. And why they like this change? Uh-huh. Because it's like they're like, look, when I get my iPhone to go authenticate, it's like ADD. I'm summarizing, but pretty much it's like, okay, I go to authenticate, and then I realize I have a text message, or I look, I realize it's my turn in Word for Friends, or I realize, and so she's like, finally, a half hour later, I get to authenticate because of everything else that has distracted her from that. That sounds like a personal problem. Um, now it still asks for authentication if you log into Blizzard dot. Oh, the website, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not, but still. All I right. want the now, option to tr- not trust or trust my own connection and self. All right, so when you first logged in, you noticed it was not authenticating. I did, and did I opened the ticket. In, <laughs> I opened <laughs> the ticket, too. I did, and it got closed, like, really quick with some generic uh, response. Mine didn't get closed real quick. I didn't, I didn't see it until I logged in the next day. It gave me, like, a 14-hour wait uh, time. No, mine was quick. Now, have you noticed that they... The interface that they used to use to show you that you have a ticket waiting, they've changed yeah, that. Yeah, changed. Which is really nice. Like, they used to be up where your buff bars are and, like, make everything come down further on your screen. It's actually quite annoying. And now they just have it on your Micro Mini. Yeah. It's something that you can... I did like that. ...close out of the bubble and it's got a little thing and you hover over it and tells you your wait time. I didn't have to do that, but I saw that it was changed. I was like, oh, that's nice. That's yeah. different. That's nice. And then... And that's good for them because, like, the last thing they want is to... Make you wait for them to put on a ticket, make it long, and also make it annoying for right. you to wait. You know, that's extra aggravation. People are less patient. What I noticed first is that I had mail. I didn't realize my ticket was closed. Uh-huh. I was like, I've got mail. Don't they normally email you, though? If, like, if you're not online when um, yeah. put in a ticket. I did not get and that's anything because, in email. And I noticed, like, I, it was, like, about the same time that I got the email that I checked um, top issues under the support, and I saw it. I was like, oh, well, maybe that's why. Yeah, everyone's complaining about it in the guild chat. I'm like, what's going on? And was, was, I'm thinking, did I miss it? I didn't miss it. And I logged off and logged back in. I'm like, it's not working. I really need to get my druid in my guild or your guild or something, because every yeah. time I log on, like, there's, I feel like that forever alone guy. Did you, yeah. uh, when you noticed that your authenticator wasn't asking you for, which is great, you know, when... Did you did you uh, check your gold? 
No, that was like the first thing I did. I was like, oh my god, how my gold? Where's my gold? No, the first thing I did was log on to Battle.net and see if it asked for the authenticator. Did that's different. Yeah. So besides that, uh, which was kind of cool, um, I uh, am starting a dungeon group in my guild. You are. I am. It is a a basic regular version cataclysm dungeon. To not heroics. Not heroics yet. Because I'm barely geared for heroics. Oh, sure. So it's going to be basically taking people who are at my same level, or maybe even a little below my level, and going through some basic dungeons, and gearing us all up, and going together as a group, Monday nights, 8 to 10 p.m., into... EST? EST, nice. EDT, Eastern, GMT minus 5. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. Never mind. Is that a military thing? Greenwich Mean Time. Mean Witch. Green Mean Witch Time. Anyhow, GMT is like, that's their time, the official meter rendering right, of right, time, right. and we're minus five hours. Um, somebody was asked that here, what time zone we were in, and that's how they answered GMT minus five. I'm like, nobody knows that. Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> Say Eastern. <laughs> so. Are like a customer is that? Yeah, it was like some one of our vendors and one of the t- one of the guys was like, "We were GMT minus one." I think that's all oh, Eastern, dude. So. so one way to sound like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyhow, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool, and, and uh, everybody's like, I I kind of threw it out there, and it was, it was I got a really good response on people coming back wanting to be, wanting to be part of that, and um, yeah, it kind of led me to uh, this week's topic. So that was that was kind of cool. All right, and uh, played some Zyger again too. He's up to seventy five and a cool. half. He's right in the middle of seventy five. And finished the wedding with Root. Wasn't much of a surprise. I figured that guy would be the the thing without giving it away. No spoiler yeah. alerts, but yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it's fun. Cool. Oh, you know what I did this week? Whoa, what'd you do this week? <laughs> Hi, how are you? You find it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Find a Morgan NPC. Oh. And keep clicking on until they get what mad. Did, what did he do? What's he do? Did he get, they get mad. You have to listen to it. It's funny. I remember what I couldn't remember earlier. What can you remember? That I was doing the quest today in Northern, uh-huh. and I had to go like kill some like lumberjack people, and their first part starts with an S. Oh, yes, you did um, Howling in the Howling Ford. I think so. Yeah, and those guys. They're yeah. Worgen. Yeah, they are. I That bothered me. Why? Because I was killing my own kind. Well, but they're crazy Worgen. Oh, okay. the thing is, I like, feel better now. The thing is, like, the Worgen that are part of the Alliance are ones that have been administered and cured uh, to be able to keep them from going crazy. Crazy. Okay. Or to keep the sim- like, And they talk about, like, in the beginning part of the zone, and then we do other Worgen quests. That there are some that have, that are just animals. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the big dogs in that area. Yeah. Of course, those, I mean, those guys seem pretty humane, except for when they ask you to scout the guy. What's up? Remember? Uh, no. Ask you to, those guys, they ask you to go freaking scalp somebody. <laughs> like, those are the quests that freaked me out, and then you end up getting stopped. I didn't, like I said before, I don't... Um, you don't read. Yeah, I know. I'm blazing through this stuff. It's like when I'm on, I'm blazing through. I and, know. Yeah. I'm like, my inn right now is the um, little tent by the guy that you get all the horses for. PJ or something like that. I like the inn tents. They smell nice. No, they don't smell. Oh, I thought you said incense. 
<laughs> I like it when like there's not like a whole a whole big thing. whole hotel. It's just like a little tent. You have like to go stars inside rest it, or, yeah. and there's like a little bed, and you get all rested. I think um, one of the things I noticed, and this is kind of cool, I think, like when I got into this area and I saw um, oh the crazy troll guy, um, Jakku. No, 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 like no. like uh, uh, Bob. <laughs> Yes, the troll named Bob. What's the oh, guy? no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's the guy who thinks he's a troll. Yeah, and he wears yes. a mask, and his yeah. name's like, it's not Bob. Buddy. Buddy, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, not these things again. I, You, you know, know, that's the same guy. Do you remember doing Bashir? Yeah, I know he's, he's there, the too. the same guy. Yeah. Jumped, he's, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, not, you know, I don't know. I mean, because, like, the one time when he, like, jumped on the back of your horse, or you got to go down and get a horse or something, and he's got to, yeah. I was like, I died, like, nine times doing, I didn't die at all this time. Oh, nice. The first time I did it, I died. This huh. time, no, didn't. Was die. it the vehicle combat that's kind of throwing yeah. you off before? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And now it's like, yeah, been there, done that, know how to do this. True. So I enjoyed that part of the fact that I've done it before, and now I know how to do it, and that was all smooth good. Smooth sailing, big time smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. I like it smooth. And uh, <clears throat> anyhow, <laughs> so that part, that part was really good. I like, I like that. That that was nice. So, yeah. Hello, Xander here with an important public announcement. Ever stood at the fish market and didn't know the difference between a Maine or Australian lobster? Have you tried to surprise that special someone with a romantic dinner only to burn it, leaving you with a frozen pizza or boxed mac and cheese? Then do I have the solution for you. Coming soon to Don Forge Productions, all things edible, with me, Gibbs, and Vamp. Find us at ate.donforgeshows.com and soon to iTunes. Controversial, thought-provoking, game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So, you know, like I was saying before, when I started talking to my guild about doing this uh, Monday night dungeon team, I started thinking, you know what? How do you become a permanent fixture of your guild? How do you become someone who doesn't get the boot because with guild levels and everything else guilds are now harder to get into harder to stay in and it's like a big deal now nobody wants to go to like a, a, a guild level 10 no they don't they don't want the guild level 5 and so I thought start <laughs> thinking, I mean 25 <laughs> and so I started thinking it's like you know what there's gotta be a way to become totally completely unequivocally indispensable to your guild without being too creepy you know when I like cyberstock people? That'd be creepy. That would be. So, and I think you'll agree with probably all these points. If you don't, then you're wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Nice discussion we're going to have. Exactly. Uh, you yeah. know, as long as everybody agrees with me. No, I'm kidding. Um, the, the first point here I have is, is for somebody to be available. If you know that your guild is having an event... First of all, you should know when that is, and then make yourself available for it. Even if you're not going to participate in it, you may be hanging out on vent. You know, you may uh, give them some auction house prices. You may even buy something from the auction house for them and deliver it to them or mail it to them or something. You know, with especially with the guild perks, with the mail and everything else, you might be able to lend a support role to your guild as they're doing something. Another thing to become completely, totally 
unequivocally indispensable to your guild is to be proactive. You want to set stuff up like I did that whole Monday night thing. You want to have fun events. We've talked about fun events before. Oh, yeah. Naked gnome runs. Those are fun. Set up some runs like I'm doing and uh, make sure people get on their gnome bottom and go on them. And if your guild has a forum, participate in it. Log on, find your guild website and, you know, post stuff, answer stuff, be part, man. Make sure people know you. You want to be amiable, happy. Happy people make people happy. I like that sentence. <laughs> you know, it's something where you'd be surprised if you walk down the street uh, or your office or whatever or your place of work, if you smile at people, most of them smile back. That's true. Most of them. Most of them. The ones that don't are creepy. Number four, stay away from the guild drama, name calling, the blame game, all that kind of crud. There's no place for that. Mean people make people mean. That's very true. So just be above that. You know, don't don't even lend yourself to that. Be better than that. And always take the high road. Be respectful. Put yourself above the drama, like I said. You treat others better than you wish you were going to be treated. And that kind of puts you into a position of leadership when you do that. Number six, be forthcoming. If you have something to lend towards your goals, if you have something to lend towards your guild's goals, do it. It might be money that you have, like you could, you know, buy a vent server. Uh, you might have some talents, like programming or web development or graphic design. You might be able to, you know, do some hosting for them. You might even be able to run a podcast. What about um, doing professions for people? Absolutely. Yeah, if if you are a, you making know... Making bags. Making bags. If you're a tailor. Yeah. Making armor kits. If you're a Blacksmith? leather worker. Oh, like, I'm sorry, leather worker. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you're thinking of like armor, armor. Yeah. Um, You know, blacksmith, those are, those are great to have as friends because especially if you play a class that uses plate. Right. There's some nice yeah. gear that you can get crafted. I didn't put it down here, but one of the guys uh, responded on Twitter... And said that you know you can actually pay for your guild's event server, which is what Canaface does. Yeah, he does. So I mean, that's you know that's something you can do. Be funny. Funny people make people funny. Doesn't still really work in that one, does it? <laughs> no, it, it makes them laugh. As far as making them funny, mm, it makes them want to try to be funny. Makes them want to try to be funny. Yeah, but you know, I'm always good for a joke. You know. I'm not the most serious guy in a guild or in person. Um, sometimes that gets me in trouble. More <laughs> often than so not, <laughs> it gets me in trouble. Um, in my professional career as well, because I just, I deal with pressure two ways. I either really complain about it to those who are closest to me, mm -hmm. but to everybody else, I turn funny. Oh. And I tell jokes that sometimes are not well placed <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm missing that uh, that mechanism the stopgap mechanism <laughs> you know like I shouldn't have said that should I no <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to take myself down to HR I'll see you there <laughs> so um, they just edited you out in the podcast so yeah, you edit me out. I, yeah. I don't have that in real life. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> <either> <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> review. Hmm. 
it's it's like you can think those thoughts. Don't share those thoughts. <laughs> Plus, I have a pretty macabre sense of humor. Uh-huh. Um, probably yeah. from the years of being a paramedic mm-hmm. and everything else. So, stuff that I think's funny, most people don't. Number eight, the polar opposite of being funny is being serious. It's not always all fun and games. For instance, if somebody asks a question, give them an answer if you know it, instead of don't suck. Hey, (laughs) I would do that to Gildy. Or your mom. (laughs) You know, don't do that. Um, And give proper information if you've got it. Don't guess or... Doing that. I mean, I had this issue in Guild Chat the other day where, where somebody was talking about, um, it was somebody with the Authenticator because that's all the the, top, the topic was. And they're like, oh, the Authenticator, that's trivial. Every That's hacked. That can be hacked in like 30 seconds. I'm like, really? Go for it. Here's my account. Oh, I'm not going to hack and I'm not going to risk my account. It's like, uh, right, I'm calling you out, buddy. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so... That you know, that is not useful information. Be informed. It's number nine. Keep up to date on events in the world, not just the world of Warcraft, but the actual world. There are people, and you know who you are, that have found out about world events while they're in World of Warcraft. Like they're playing, and all of a sudden, someone in trade chat or general chat or world chat or whatever starts. You're like, you know, uh, we got Osama. You know, sure. you know, you're like, what? <laughs> we got Osama. Turn on the TV. He's dead. <laughs> it's like you know, trying to be a little more informed. And I, you know, and I'm not saying like you have to have a TV on the entire time, and you know, don't do that, but. At least try to keep up to date on what's going on in the world so you can actually have a meaningful conversation with people in the guild. Also, keep up to date what's going on with Blizzard without the speculative stuff. I don't know how many people swore that the latest patch was going to drop this week. Last week. Now. Last Tuesday. I don't worry about when patches are going to drop because I don't care. And they don't... Why don't you didn't know. That's up to Blizzard. Yeah, it's That's, all speculative. Yeah, it's not me. I don't do speculation, so. Uh, read your guild blog. There might be events going on in your guild blog, you know, with somebody in your guild. They might have a uh, family emergency that they have to go take care of. If you don't know that, then you're the one, you know, you don't look so informed. You're like, hey, where's Pete? Uh, dude, Pete's cousin, you know, is in the hospital. Oh, and then, you, you know, it goes downhill from there. I don't know, Pete, but Pete, I'm sorry about your cousin. Um, and keep good notes on players. That comes in handy. You, you mean know. on your friends list? Yeah. Anybody that, that you're friends with, you know, there's a little notation system you can do. But, oh, sure. you know, you can also, like, write down on a, on a pen and paper. I like the notation system better. You know, that way, you know, you have, you know, something about everybody that you can just go back and look at and read and be up to date on and ask somebody something that's meaningful. Like if you, you know, you're talking and killed and you realize some kid goes or somebody goes, hey, you know what? My birthday's next week. Cool. When's your birthday? Oh, my birthday's on the 29th. Cool. How old are you going to be? I'm going to be 22. I wish. <laughs> you go. Oh, cool. And so you make a note of that. And on the 29th or about the 29th or whatever, you can go, hey, happy 22nd birthday. 
And they go, dude, because they probably forgot that they said anything a week sure, ago. Sure. And you remember. They don't know that you wrote it down or made a note. Or even if they did, so what? You're still taking the time to be a part of people's lives in your guild, and that's important. And number 10, be yourself. Usually, people aren't D-bags by nature. True story. Most people aren't. Anyhow. Some, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're a D-bag. Being yourself, though, it means you never have to remember you know, what persona or facade you put up for your guild or anybody else. And most of the time, if you're with a guild that you like, it's because you're with people that are kind of like you. And so if you're faking it while you're in there, then obviously it ain't you. And the people around you aren't going to be people you really like to be around anyhow. So. What if you're in a role playing? I don't know. That's different. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't apply. We need to get an RPer on on our podcast. If you're an RPer and you want a guest on our show, then uh, hit us up on on, uh, the Twitters. And you got to come in character, though. I guess that's what an RPer would do. Absolutely. Yeah. So that'd be kind of cool. Because I want to interview like a real night elf. <laughs> or maybe it'd be more fun. If you're an RP blood elf, <laughs> why do you roll your eyes like that? <laughs> I, no, I think it'd be fun to role play anyone of any class. I would I would just talk to them like this. I'd be, I'd be me. Right. Yeah. So. So anyhow, those are, you know, 10 tips. Uh, to become totally, completely, unequivocally indispensable to your guild without being too, too creepy. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good at, you know, being, I think I'm friendly and funny every once in a while. I'm informed. I'm just not um, available or proactive. I'm just not. Yeah. Maybe I, I should be. I think you're definitely more informed than I am, for sure. So. Not about the rest of the world. Oh. Is that what your point was? No, about being informed about the game and that was Blizzard like oh, and, she had several sub points. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it's important to be informed about the, what's going on in the world. But yeah, at the same That's time, true. it's also important to be informed about what's going on. You know, all the in-game events. You'd be like, "Hey, it's Children's Week," and I'd be like, "I still want my green Drake." I had <laughs> to ask on Twitter when Fire Summer, when the Fire Festival, the Burning Man, no. Burning What's Man. <laughs> what? They should tell totally you Burning Man in a while. <laughs> uh, it'd, be, it'd be like everybody on Chopper's naked. Yes. <laughs> should do that. Just we, could, we could do our own. Just, just get on your Chopper and strip down and be the Burning Man. Okay, we'll do it. We should do a Burning Man event. Add-ons are third-party programs that are used to enhance the World of Warcraft experience for the better. Root and Freckleface take time out to profile an add-on for their listeners. Now, I don't know if this is so much of a... that we're profiling an add-on this week, or just kind of talking about the pros and cons of a genre of add-ons. Yes, because I haven't actually used any of these in the past years. They can't really give good information about it. Which uh, which add-ons are those we're talking? Well, you put down Guild Greet and Autograts. Yeah, basically anything that that automatically is nice for you. True. Like if somebody says "ding," or, or it's more often used when uh, people get an achievement. Right. Right. 
Now, a long time ago, you and I used that Guild Greeter. Yeah, I guess I got it, and then you got it. And it was and The thing that was really creepy about that one, and this is what I meant about not being so creepy, and the thing that was creepy about that one is it would monitor your guild, and when somebody dinged, it would congratulate them before they announced it to the in, right. in guild chat. So, like, you're running around, and you hit, like, 82. And it goes, Woot, congratulations on 82, freckle face. And you're just like, Are you staring hey, at my Where, where are you? What's going on? You know, are you stalking me? Right. You know? So. And it was also creepy for people who had, like, really long and complicated names. Yeah. Did you type all that out? Yeah, didn't you, didn't someone catch you because they had a name of this special character? Yeah, this special <laughs> character. And they're like, you, wait, you didn't do that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that uh, that's the one that was like the kicker for me. And that's when I, I think that's pretty much what sealed it for me. And I went, you know what? That's kind of true. I I didn't do that. The add-on did that, and that's not that's not it's like faking it. In yeah, a way. right. Well, they had two different settings. They had. One setting where it would just automatically say hi and bye and um, grats people right. without you having to do anything. The other setting is when an event happened, it would just come up an alert, and you could either oh. say, yes, I want to do this or no, like, so-and-so is online, and you could click on it and be like, hey. Yes. Or you could close out of it. So then, you know, you were, you had the option, it wasn't all automated. Yeah, I remember right. that now. Um, but then the autogratter, like, as soon as someone did, or... or I guess what they would say, if they wrote the word ding in guild chat, right. then it would grab them. Right. What I see more now is the achievements, when people get the, right, achievement. get the achievement. Right, because the ding thing, that came out before the achievement system. Right. And the achievements, there are some achievements that I've had that I've gotten and I've not heard anything back from my guild and been like, mm, I wish someone had grabbed me. But there are a lot of them that you don't need to be granted for. I'm sorry. You just don't. <laughs> you don't need to congrat someone because they explored Elwynn Forest. You don't need to congratulate them because they caught 15 fish. Right. You know, there's some that you just get without trying. Completed 10 quests. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but there's other things that people are obviously going for. Yeah. And, and, and then, may, like, I, it's I don't nice know. to get a little acknowledgement. I don't know internally if there's a... Um, level of achievement like that I mean I know like if you, if you do the what a strange trip it's been uh-huh. and you complete that absolutely you're worth the, the grats have to be real right you know versus like you said you know caught 10 fish in a pool of fish or whatever right you know it's a little different I mean is it cool that you did your 10 fish thing yeah if that's what you're doing but is it cool that you did what a long strange trip it's been absolutely because that yeah. took you a year exactly it's a lot of work in a year yeah so, I'll never do it. You did it. You got your Violet Proto Drake thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never do that. I ain't got my green Drake yet. Much <laughs> less a Violet Proto Drake. Do you have any mounts that go um, 310? I doubt it. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I have a 310. You can buy it now. Can I? Yeah, but it's yeah. like 5000 or something. You got money. <laughs> so? What else are you going to use it on? It makes you go faster. whoop de do. Faster. It means you're more efficient. It means you can do other stuff. More time to do other stuff. Huh. That's a point. It means it, you have more time to do other stuff. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get to where you're going faster. Hmm. Maybe I'll go buy it. It's worth it. I have it on three, two characters now. Is it, is it like 5K? 
Hmm. So you have to pay for your flying. They have to pay for your epic flying. They have to pay for your epic, epic flying. Right, and this is the epic, epic. Epic, epic? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I get that tonight. So I guess our general consensus for the the automated gratuitous grats. (laughs) Now, a guild greet, um, when we were running a guild... I did like it because it would notify you who had quit and who had joined yeah, yeah. between your last login right. and log off. I yeah. like that. Or who leveled. I'll tell you that too. No, I don't care about that. Well, I I cared about that because you get on and be like, you know, uh, Clef of Bobcat leveled from 74 to 78. And you go, hey, Clef of Bobcat, congratulations. I'll see you're 78 now. And they're like, oh yeah, dude. And so that's kind of cool because it right. makes them think that you're paying attention. And you were paying attention, so just not to what they thought you were paying attention to. And then you would tell Clefffoot Bobcat to change his name to something easier to say. <laughs> like George Wow. To say it right? <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> I had to check my nose. <laughs> wow. So general consensus, don't use the, the automated one. Just be realistic about it. Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare, into the corner of Carnage. This week from Corner of Carnage, we have a leveling tip. Want to level up your alts but have no will to wait in dungeon queues or quest nonstop? Well, this week's tip is for you. The Midsummer Festival is approaching us. It is an amazing way to level. All you have to do is put out the fires all around Azeroth. If you're doing recruiter friend with someone, it's even better. Two of my friends went from 1 to 60 in a day putting out fires together last year. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out youtube.com slash carnage1320. You know, that is is something I kind of do. I'll go around and put out the fires. But don't you also have, also have to like desecrate the uh, opposite factions fires and stuff like that. Yeah, you do. I think I've done that. It's not that hard. I think I did that one. I think I had, like some you kind of. Did. Don't you get, like a dancing fi- uh, fire thing pet that dances? Uh, and... Yeah, you can buy one. Yeah. Oh okay. I think I did that. Yeah, it's a brazier, and then when you dance with it, you turn into the this little dancing thing. Yeah. And... Yeah. And then someone puts a light on you because whenever you dance, someone puts a light on you. Yeah. Yeah, moonbeam or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to Hearthcast. Auction House Junkies, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world of Warcraft gold-making podcasts with Colt of Colt's Gold Factory. I made 35k selling nothing but fortune cards all in one night. Wes of Captain by Cata. Why are, we, why are we drinking beer again? And Hagor of Cold's Basement. Hagor, why are you talking to us? Find us at auctionhousejunkies.com Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. 
So this tip kind of harkens back to a tip we've had uh, a couple weeks ago about was it hanging out in the neutral auction house over by uh, the Druid place? Moon, you mean taking Moonglade or whatever? No, you mean taking a Druid to Winter Haven from Moonglade? Yeah, and hanging out in the neutral auction house. Right. Right. Okay, this kind of harkens back to that a little bit, and this is something that Winter I, Spring, not Winter Haven. That's in town here in town. I know there's too many like winter <laughs> towns in here. It's like, you know what? We have a place called Winter Spring. Okay, that's a great name for two seasons we don't have in Florida. Why name a city after two seasons don't we don't know. have? Okay, anyhow. Winter Haven makes sense. It's like, okay, it's winter up in there. and Up in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people come down here in Winter Haven for the winter. Yeah, okay. Right. Let's go back to the auction house tip. All right. All right. <laughs> here, I'll cue up the music again. No, I'm kidding. Um, this kind of harkens back to that, and it's something I did just just to see if I could, and see if it would work, and it does, and I was quite happy. Now I'm going to be doing it because I'm almost obsessed with it. Wow. It involves the remote auction house and kind of just refreshing the neutral auction house. Okay. I got a, I should have written it down. It's a ruby red thing, gem. Can you outhead it? Um, no, it's okay. I know I bought one just recently, and it's a 500 gold red gem. It's an Inferno Ruby? Yes. Okay. 500 gold. Okay. I got it for five. Really? Five on the neutral auction house. Five. I'm going to say it one more time. Five. How'd you get so lucky? Because I kept looking. Because here's the thought. Here's my thought process. I said, you know what? If this guy is running and kind of hiding at this other neutral auction house. Okay. Couldn't I do the same with a remote auction house? Sure. Exactly. And I did. Five gold. So you ninja'd but somebody's trying to transfer between factions. Is that what you're thinking? Yes, that is what I'm thinking because why or someone just really didn't know what they were doing, but a yeah. you know, but I doubt that. I think they said, "Oh, I thought it was up here, blah blah blah," and I'll, and I'm like, "Whoa." Cuz it wasn't there and then it was there and then I bought it. Cuz I has it on my Droid X phone. Nice. Yes. And I was quite happy. So that's kind of a, a little small tip, so I'm going to throw in another tip because that's kind of small. It's saying just use a remote auction house. You can do the same thing, and then you get the 500 Inferno Ruby thing for five. All right. I'm keeping it, by the way, because I think I'll have something to socket with that pretty soon. You can't socket. You can't put it in a socket unless it's cut. It doesn't do anything until what? it's cut. Uh, maybe I screwed up and I bought a five, <laughs> five gem. No, no, this is the same one. It's valued at 500. I know, but the point is, like, a, a gem is just a gem. It doesn't add any value to your armor unless a jewel crafter cuts it. Right. They can cut it to, like, a brilliant, which gives... They can cut it to give you intellect, they can cut it to give you strength, and after it's cut, then you apply it to your armor. I'll show you what I bought later. All right. And then... No, you can probably <laughs> use that. You just probably need to take it to jewel crafter and say, I want this cut, can you cut it I'll for find me? someone in my guild to do it. Yes. Because they listen to the podcast and they're going to be nice now. Yes. Not that they weren't nice before. The joining guards have always been cool. Um, but anyhow, I know that is a short tip, so I'm going to add another one. A little bonus tip yeah. for you. If your tune is a herbalist and a miner. Don't we tell people not to use that combination, though? I don't know. Did we? Because you can't track both of those your mini-map at once. If you're an herbalist and a miner, head over to the Abyssal Depths. That's in Vashir. And people hate it. Uh, the nodes for each of these are quite close to each other, and they make for a very profitable farming run. If you get attacked by like a mob, you swim away because you swim faster than they do. So you, you head over to the next your next node if it's a 
mining node or herbling or whatever. Herbling. <laughs> uh, that was funny to me. Um, they, the mobs can't swim as fast as you do, so you obviously outswim them. They leave you alone. And since a lot of people hate uh, Vashir and the uh, Abyssal Depths, then the area is quite empty, so the competition is rare. On average, if you are a herbalist and a miner, you're looking at about 6K gold an hour for nice. just farming in that area. And there's like six different things that you can mine and herb there that do really well in the auction house. So I know I don't ever you know, give a lot of farming tips, but there's one for you. So I know I was a little upset when I first got to Vashir. Because I thought, yay, as a warlock, I can finally cast unending breath on people. And it, right. And no. Yeah, then you got, like, the little bubble and let you breathe or whatever it was. But I did cast it on you when we first got down there. You did. I remember that. So I that, remember that. That, that made up for it, I mm-hmm. think. So. <laughs> and, yes, we do have a thing here that says, in the hot seat with freckle face. Ooh. We have a question here that gets submitted to me on Twitter. That I ask you. Awesome. So you're now in the hot seat. You have to answer this question. The question here is from uh, Dread Samurai. 34C. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, How many non-combat pets do you have, and what was your favorite one to get? Um, I just got the achievement for getting 100, so I know I have exactly 100. What's my favorite one? There's so many. They're all so cute. I love them all. How do you pick one? Do you have the little girl who gives you the extra hearthstone? What? The innkeeper's daughter. I have that. That's not technically a pet, though, because you can't just summon her whenever you want. Oh. It's a stone that... It's a hearthstone. When you use it, sometimes you get a little um, companion for a short amount of time. Oh, okay. Um, The cutest... Maybe Mr. Wiggles, just because I like that name. <laughs> it's a pig. And there's Egbert, because he's the only one around that runs... He's the only one that runs around like a spaz, instead of just following you normally. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I think my favorite one is the Argent Squire. Why, because he does stuff, or because he's like a little slave boy? Yeah, he's a little slave boy. He, um, You can't feed him pet snacks anymore, so there's... That kind of makes me sad, but... <laughs> I used to love to run really fast and just watch him, like, on the ground. Just like I'm going <laughs> yeah. on my horse, and he's just, like, running. <laughs> <laughs> he's going so fast. Except now I got the saddle, and then he gets on his pony, and it's uh, just so adorable. Because, uh, you know, I'm a gnome, so then it ends up being almost like same the same size. size. He's the same size as me. Then I get on this huge um, mount, and he gets on his little pony, and he follows me around. It's so adorable. That's cute. Yeah. That's really cute. He's kind of ugly, though. They need to make the human children a little more cute. I think that's why they're all orphans. Oh, never. (laughs) (laughs) You wonder why there's so many orphans in Stormwind? Because they're all ugly kids. (laughs) Uh, Interesting story about um, pets in general. You know when you do the, it's not Dumbo, Jumbo quest, where you get the baby elephant that's got to follow you around in Brian Tundra? Vaguely. All right. Well, there's a quest where you have to take this baby elephant and you have to basically escort it all the way down to a really big, big, big elephant. I don't know if I did that one. Where'd you yeah. pick it up at? Um, pretty close to the one where the guy, you got to kill him on the elephant. Oh. I picked up the one where you have to get all the mammoth 
um, calves out of the traps. Well, yeah, same area. Okay. All right, well, check this out. I was chatting with Kung Fu Jelvis or whatever he calls himself. Yeah. And he's uh, up in that area now. He's up in... Uh And uh, he was doing a quest and at the same time was queued for a dungeon. When he got summoned to the dungeon, the elephant stayed with him. Oh, no way. So now he's in the dungeon with an elephant pet. (laughs) The uh, main tank in the dungeon, they wipe. And the main tank blames it on the elephant. (laughs) Right? And leaves the group. Is this like a baby elephant or like a big elephant? It's Well, he's pretty large. Baby elephants are pretty large. Well, I know, but like, is it on the floor like most critter pets or is it like no. the size? No. No, it's not the size of an elephant, but it's like it's bigger than like a critter. Is it like the size of? A mount. Oh, so it's kind of like the size of you, basically. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And like, so the tank's like kept getting just, dis- oh, no, I don't, I haven't, I don't know what he did, but he was saying that the tank kept getting distracted. <laughs> it's like, it's a pet. You're hacking in... So, like I said, the tank left, and, and some other guys in the group said, "You know what? If you have another pet, you can call the other pet, and then because you can figure out what he could not dismiss the the baby elephant." But what if he couldn't get it back? You just go do the quest again. But then he went. Well, I guess he wasted time in there. But yeah, so, so I wouldn't have done. Like just my elephant. <laughs> well, he had to summon another pet, and if you remember, I gave him the uh, my my previous authenticator. A key fob authenticator. Right, so it's the core So yeah, the corehound pup, uh-huh. <laughs> which is his only other uh, non-combat pet. Okay. So he's able to summon the corehound pup, which got rid of the elephant, and then he was able to dismiss the corehound pup and do his thing. But it's like, you know, at least talk about the 500-pound elephant in the room before leaving, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, did you sell that up just to say no, that? No, but that, it, it fits. You That's know? true. It's, it's a true story that fits to that little uh, colloquialism. I hope he took screenshots. I don't think he did. I don't. I'll have to ask him. So I always take screenshots. Of everything. Whenever something like that happens. Yes. You never know. <laughs> Got a question for Freckleface? Tweet it to Hearthcast Root. Well, Freckleface, at the top of the show, I mentioned that I owed somebody an apology. Yeah, you did. Abashima or Abashima, however you want to pronounce it. Seems like last week, uh, in my auction house tip, I completely screwed up, for lack of a better word. I totally said savage leather scraps when I totally meant Berean leather scraps. Totally different. <laughs> yeah, one's the Cataclysm leather, the other is the Northrend. Northrend. Yeah, Wrath. Wrath leather. And in Wrath of the Lich King, you could grab the Berean leather scraps. You could combine five of them to make Berean leather mm-hmm. without being a leather worker. Mm-hmm. It's not the same with Savage Leather. You have to be a leather worker with like 425. True. And he went out to the auction house and bought a bunch of scraps. He's not a leather worker. I'm so sorry. I. You know, it, and and then it just, I'm sorry. It's just bad. Well, to be fair, what you were saying is that the tooltip says use combine five scraps. And most people think that means you have to be a leather worker. Right. And the Berean leather it does have the tooltip and the savage leather does not. Savage leather scraps have it. Tooltip's there. What does it say? It says 
combine to make you know, combine five. Same kind of tooltip, except it says requires leatherwork and four twenty five oh, okay. or whatever. Well, your point uh, is read the tooltip. Well, no, yeah, yeah. My point was, yeah, you can read the tooltips, but at the same time, it was bad advice, and I apologize. Well, hopefully, you found a leather worker, or you put it in your guild bank, or just sold it back on the auction house for a profit. Yes, that'd have been nice. Doing it like a different day than you bought it. <laughs> so that being said, um, sorry, I apologize again. So there you go, and freckle face. That brings us to another end, conclusion, termination. No, not termination. <laughs> end of another podcast. We want to thank everybody for listening to this episode 77 of HearthCast. And um, you know what? If you want to contribute to the show, you can do so. You can email us at contributorhearthcast.com. You can visit our website, hearthcast.com. There's a form there you can fill out. You can also go over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. And you can leave a message for us on our page there. You can even tweet us. You can send a direct message or whatever to Freckleface by going to twitter.com forward slash hearthcast freck. If you want to send one to me, go to twitter.com and have some hearthcast roots over there. If you just want to send a general one to the show, it's just hearthcast. And uh, all those are monitored. At least I monitor, I think we both now monitor hearthcast. Because I tweeted out of HearthCast City, too. Sure. BT so, Tubs, I cannot get on my phone. I checked. Yeah. I went on your profile, and it said text, um, follow HearthCast route to this number, and I did it. And I got back an error message, like, you need to pay for short codes. Oh. Like, uh, so I'm not on the right plan. Oh. Yeah. Do something about that. That's okay. We'll have to do something. We'll figure out what to do. Something. Uh, you know what? You can also call us at 407-520-5342. That goes straight to voicemail. You're not gonna, like, we're not going to pick up the phone and embarrass you. We'll wait to do that on the show, apparently. Um, you can also... Uh, oh, yeah. If you do call, yeah, we're going to play it. Oh, yeah. don't, don't call and be like, no, don't play this. No, if you call it, <laughs> you call it. It's fair game. It's a podcast. Yeah, that's true. Anyhow, that's a lot of ways to get a hold of us if you want to be part of the show. We encourage that because it makes the show that much more fun. Absolutely. We again want to thank our sponsors, ZygerGuideSystem.com, Riptide Software, and of course we mentioned top of the show, Riptide Realtor, that is live, go check that out. If you have a friend who's a realtor, tell them to go there to RiptideRealtor.com. And don't be selfish, share us with your friends, rate us on iTunes, or give us a link from your blog and we will link back. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface from HearthCast.com.
Birds-online.com and you can play it for free. Awesome. No iPhone needed. Oh, I'm going to go check that out. And then you too can be addicted to Angry Birds just like your three-year-old nieces. I'm excited about that. And uh, I'm going to head over there right now and download it and we'll see if we can't compare scores. I'll bet I'll beat you. Probably will because you're more coordinated than I am. Anyhow, that is Angry-Birds-online.com. Head over there right now and get your copy.